Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Our Savior Jesus Christ has destroyed death and brought life to light through the gospel. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. As Jesus came down from the mountain with Peter, James, and John and approached the other disciples, they saw a large crowd round them, the scribes arguing with them. Immediately on seeing him, the whole crowd was utterly amazed. They ran up and greeted him. He asked them, what are you arguing about with him? Someone from the crowd answered him, teacher, I have brought to you my own son, possessed by a mute spirit. Wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive it out, but they were unable to do so. So he said to them in reply, O faithless generation, how long will I be with you? How long will I endure you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him. And when he saw him, the spirit immediately threw the boy into convulsions. As he fell to the ground, he began to roll around and foam at the mouth. Then he questioned his father, How long has this been happening to him? He replied, Since childhood has often thrown him into the fire and into the water to kill him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can, everything is impossible to one who has faith. Everyone is possible to one who has faith. Then the boy's father cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. And Jesus, on seeing a crowd rapidly gathering, rebuked the unclean spirit and said to it, mute and deaf spirit, I command you, Come out of him and never enter him again. And shouting and throwing the boy into convulsions, it came out. He became like a corpse, which caused many to say he is dead. But then Jesus took him by the hand, raised him, and he stood up. And when he entered the house, his disciples asked him in private, Why could we not drive the spirit out? And he said to them, This kind can only come out through prayer. The Gospel of the Lord. Last week was uh, amongst the most difficult of my priesthood. There were a lot of reasons for that, and they're not altogether important. Uh, one rather obvious one that, like, is very clearly a matter of public record would be the murder-suicide out of Waukee, because they were parishioners of ours. But there were other things, too, that just made life especially difficult. And if I'm honest, uh, the next few weeks don't look like they're going to get any better. So I, using my prerogative as the pastor, I assigned the Mass intention today to Father Nick for the Mass at home, and I'm offering this Mass for myself, because I think I need it. And I like it because it allows me to be vulnerable with you. I can't do this without you. It's not possible. And... When we pray for our priests, sometimes I think the way we treat this, um, I don't know, it feels like tokenism or team spirit or something. Ah, yeah, sure, I'll pray for you, Father. No, no, I mean, I need you at some point tonight before bed on your knees. One Our Father, one Hail Mary, one Glory Be, or something serious, okay? Like, it needs to be real 
not because I'm like suffering in some sort of immense way, but because our prayer for each other needs to be pointed, direct. It isn't well-wishing. It's much more profound than that, right? It's, it's the direct kind of communication that we have with God that has the power to change us from the inside out. I have two just short uh, meditations on the priesthood that I want to read so that you understand better, perhaps, why your priest might be asking for prayer. The first comes from Father Lacordaire. Yesterday, we were privileged to have uh, one of my Dominican brothers in with us. Father Lacordaire refounded the Dominicans in France after the revolution, and he writes this. To live in the midst of the world without wishing its pleasures, to be a member of each family yet belonging to none, to share all sufferings, to penetrate all secrets, to heal all wounds, to go from men to God to offer him their prayers, to return from God to men, to bring pardon and hope, to have a heart of fire for charity, a heart of bronze for chastity, to teach and to pardon, to bless always. My God, what a life is this, and it is yours, O priest of Jesus Christ. The other one uh, is anonymous. The priest, no matter where he is located, has to be the sharer of secrets, the carrier of others' burdens, the fountain of consolation, and the pillar of strength. Solitary, he is called father by thousands. Poor, he enriches the lives of thousands. Weak, he gives strength to thousands. Unimportant, he does things day whose importance cannot be told in any tongue on earth. He is never too busy to hear another's sorrows, yet often too busy to realize his own burdens. He is a 24-hour-a-day man, called from his dinner, wakened from his sleep, disturbed at his prayer. He is at the beck and call of any of his people and all of them at once. He is the target of God's enemies, the magnet of God's needy. Occasionally, he attracts attention, but usually he works unnoticed and unacclaimed while he does the noblest work on earth, keeps Christ in the lives of his people. So pray for me tonight and all your priests, that we would be faithful to what God has given.